0: Let's be honest with ourselves for a minute. Is there fruit in our lives? Does our life prove in some way that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us? Well, this is what the Bible says, that the fruit of the Spirit is the production of the Spirit, so there should be observable things in our lives that prove the Holy Spirit is in us. But how do we know? How do we know? I mean... If we were to take the list of characteristics in Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, can't we say most people have those characteristics? If we took a look at some of the people we know in our lives that are non-believers, don't they have some degree of love? Don't they have some degree of joy and peace and so on? So does that mean that the Holy Spirit lives inside of them because they have those characteristics in some way? well, then we have no ability to measure ourselves if that's the case. Well, here's the truth. The world imitates everything that the Holy Spirit produces. So if the Holy Spirit produces love, well, the world tries its best to imitate that. And if the Holy Spirit produces joy, the world tries its best to imitate that. And self-control and gentleness and patience, all the same thing. There's an imitation of the world. So We have two different definitions. We have a definition of love that the world gives and a definition of love that the Holy Spirit gives. We have a definition of patience that the world gives and one that the Holy Spirit gives and have a definition of self-control that the world gives and one that the Holy Spirit gives. And what happens oftentimes is we end up measuring ourselves against the definition of the world, but if we're measuring Ourselves in order to see whether the Holy Spirit truly lives inside of us, we need to use the Holy Spirit's definitions because He is the one who produces the fruit, and therefore we need to know what exactly kind of fruit He's talking about. So we need to take His definitions. But how do we know His definitions? Well, we look at the example, the best example, of what the Holy Spirit produces in a human life, and that is in the life of jesus so let's just take two examples really quick first one self-control well the world has this definition of self-control they probably mean eating a healthy diet exercising a couple times a week maybe they have a phrase everything in moderation that's self-control to the world so if we use that definition well most people have the fruit of the spirit but that's not what galatians 5 is talking about because the holy spirit has a different definition of self-control Let's take one example. In Matthew 26, Jesus is before the Pharisees who are accusing him and trying him in order to crucify him. And they're uttering all these false accusations against him and lies and blasphemies and gossiping and slandering him and making things up. And the high priest says, have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? And it says, but Jesus remained silent. You know, in Isaiah 53, it talks about the Messiah who would come, and it says, he was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like sheep before the shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. That's self-control. Talk about divine self-control. These men, these Pharisees are falsely accusing him they're making up lies about his life and here's jesus silent what about us what about when people slander us do we immediately get enraged what about when they lie about us do we feel a need for retribution to get them back what about when they gossip about us and make a mountain out of a molehill of a sin in our life or something like that do we feel enraged and out of power and angry and mad and harbor bitterness in our heart you know, Jesus didn't harbor any bitterness in his heart because when he died, he looked at those same people who falsely accused him and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's real self-control. Control Control over your own emotions. How? How did he have this? Because he had strength in God. Because he had strength in God. He wasn't enraged by the things that people said. This is the kind of self-control that the Holy Spirit produces. Not the self-control that the world talks about. Everything in moderation, anyone can do that. But this type of self-control, only the Holy Spirit can produce. Okay, let's look at one other one. Other one other Peace. Well, the world has its definition of peace, but what does the Holy Spirit mean? Let's look at Mark 4. Jesus is in a boat, and his disciples are going across the sea, and the storm hits, and it says, while the storm hit, that The waves were already breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling with water. But Jesus was in the stern asleep. And they woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're dying? We're perishing. And he awoke and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said to the disciples, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Now think about this. The disciples probably grew up being warned about The dangers of the sea their parents probably said hey little pete don't go out on the sea you're gonna die it's dangerous can't go out there be careful be cautious so-and-so's died and -and so-and-so's died and this person drowned and so these disciples are probably filled with stories that scared them into being very very cautious on the sea but here they are they find themselves in a almost certain death situation extreme danger and they're panicking panicking And they find Jesus sleeping and they go what's your problem man don't you care that we're dying you're gonna die too and Jesus says where's your faith now does that seem a bit insensitive no because here's why Jesus had peace he had a stillness inside of his soul he wasn't moved by this extreme situation around him why because he had faith that God would watch over his soul, and that was his anchor. And so he wasn't shaken by the craziness around him. Can we say the same thing? If we're in a crazy situation, maybe we're in a situation that is so emotionally taxing, and we're just brought to the end of ourselves. Maybe we're in a a situation of personal danger, legitimate, extreme danger. Maybe we're in a situation where our country is collapsing, but whatever it is, We have peace. We're unmoved by it. How is that possible? Because we have faith that God will watch over our soul. We know that our identity is in heaven and not on earth. So nothing that happens to us can affect who we are because the Holy Spirit has sealed us and his spirit is in us and we are seated in heavenly places. That's peace. The world offers peace, but the world can't offer that kind of peace that's only peace that the Holy Spirit produces. So let us pursue this kind of peace. Let us pursue this kind of self-control and let us pursue the real fruit that the Holy Spirit produces.